I'm going to let you in on a little secret. It's probably not a surprise to you if you've been listening for a while or watching. I hate to be clueless. Seeking and asking for help as we carve our own unique pathway to success can seem daunting. What if they think I don't know anything? That I'm clueless? That I just, I should know these things? We're going to talk about this common challenge and give you two tips for how to confront it on today's antidote. Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Do, 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 do. Hey, Tom. Uh-oh, Tom's frozen. A little slow delay there? there. Okay, you with us? I'm here. And you had the best crispest opening. The move from my comments into the bumper was like spotless, dead on, like couldn't have been tighter. Uh oh, he's he's frozen again, folks. It's going to be one no. of those mornings. So uh, let me welcome you. This is today's antidote. I'm Bob Graham. That's Tom Brush, as you can see if you're watching. If you're listening, it's probably harder to see, but you'll get it. And we are going to talk about um, drawing resources and how we draw on resources. And today we're going to talk about what about that feeling that oh, I should know these things. And first, though, we like to start with celebrations. And so I'm going to celebrate the fact that when Tom has these problems, I can just jump in and run the show any way I see fit. And that's one of my favorite things about this program sometimes because it's unpredictable and it's fun. So here we are. Um, I don't know what Tom's celebration is going to be because as you can see, he has left. He will be back shortly, I hope, but no telling. Anyway, we'll keep rolling. And also in our celebrations, after our celebrations, it's always nice to have a quote from the book that I wrote, The Renegade Way, so we can talk about renegades. And today's quote comes from page 104. And when I'm looking for help, I cast a big net, hoping to find business leaders in any field that can offer me insights. I have entrepreneurial friends in the lumber, automotive, IT, nonprofit, sales, speaking, coaching, education, graphic design, marketing, and leadership fields, among others. I don't look for people in my field as much as people who I would consider renegades. That's one of the keys I find to my success. I look for people to enhance my network, not because they know the same things as me or they do the same things as me, but because they are outside of what I know, because they have different knowledge, perspective, and experiences. And I can draw on those to figure out what's real for me in new and profound ways. So, hey, Tom, welcome back. Nice yeah. to be here today. Yeah, I don't know what happened there, but that was interesting. Well, I, I've been chugging along. We are right up with, you know, we, we were through celebrations. We're through a reading from the book. We are ready to rock and roll right into the topic. Would you like to steer us into the topic? Sure, I can do that. Well, we're talking, as, as I'm sure you mentioned, we're talking all week about drawing on resources. And as you shared in the opening, we're going to talk about not wanting to look clueless. And 
you know, I'm not sure what you've already discussed, but I think that, you know, one of the challenges that we all face is not wanting to feel like we don't know what we're doing, or maybe even worse is that others will feel like we don't know what we're doing. You know, we're supposed to be the leader. We're supposed to be the boss. We're supposed to be the person in charge. We're supposed to be, you know, we're the team looks to us for answers. And when we feel like we don't have them, we worry that they will question, well, why is this person the leader if they don't have all the answers? And I think that so often that leads leaders to do things that they might not otherwise do and either make stuff up, say things that they don't know whether or not that's actually the case, which can only lead to challenges within the organization. You know, so rather than coming up front and saying like, hey, yeah, I need, I'm going to need to get back to you on this. We try to come up with answers that usually then put us in a difficult situation. And so I think that, you know, it's human nature to not want to feel like you don't know the answer to something someone asks you or to be able to figure out the challenge that you're facing. And and so rather than get help, draw on other resources, we try to do it ourselves, which as we talked about earlier in the week, either takes us longer or we're never ever, we're never really able to accomplish what it was we wanted to accomplish, which leads us to frustration and overwhelm and just ultimately being stuck. I like that. Wow. That was, that was pretty good for just coming in cold. Wow. That was smooth. Um, You know, what I would add to it, Tom was, I was thinking yesterday that when we're drawing on resources, one of the resources that we don't always think of, I, I always think of resources when I have to draw on resources going outside of my organization, outside of my, the people I know, but there's a whole lot of information that's contained with inside our existing world of people. Like I was thinking of a sales situation. I have a sales call I have to do this afternoon, a visit with someone. And I, it, this is going to probably be contentious just based on the preliminaries. And so I was thinking about what that looks like in context of drawing on resources. And what I realized earlier this morning was that if that's going to be a successful sales call, if we're going to be able to work together going forward, I need to draw on this person's resources, what they know, what they need, what they've experienced, and what I know, what I need, and what I've experienced through the company I'm working with, and find a new reality that encompasses as much of that as possible. Because that, I've said in a different way, basically the no like, and trust factor. And it's the same with the team. You can't go into a team if you're leading a team and say, you will do this this way. You're going to sharpen your pencil every Tuesday at 9.15 in the morning. At 9.37, you're going to take a sip of your coffee. I think there's a, when we start out leading, we kind of want to do that. We want to lead them by making them mini me's. And I think drawing on resources is really pulling out whatever's available to figure out what the best way to tackle any situation is. And I think the way we avoid looking clueless, and this is counterintuitive at its best, is we admit that we're clueless. Well, at least that we... When when you, the first time you disappeared from the program, it was probably a year and a half, almost two years ago, I was clueless. I was flying by the seat of my pants. Today, when you disappeared from the program, piece of cake. I know. Just keep rolling. 
Tom's going to come back or he's not. If he doesn't, that's fine. I got plenty I can talk about. If he comes back, work him in and we go. But I was clueless the first time. I was also clueless even today. I was clueless when you'd be back, how you'd be back. The, and those things don't go away. But I've had the experience because this has happened to each of us probably a dozen, 20 times over sure. the few years. It happens from time to time that I can draw on that experience. And I've noticed when I've listened to other podcasts, how they handle the same situation. So I've, I've expanded my perspective, my experience and my knowledge as this new thing has come to me. And I think that's what we tend to not do. We tend to think that if we're the leader, if we're the owner of a business, if we're in some management role, we should know everything. The learning has stopped. It's a flat line. You, I, they made me a manager because I know everything about making ice cream that there is to know about making ice cream. Okay, that's great. You might have known it in 1977, but in 2022, making ice cream is a whole lot different. It's computerized and all those things. What do you think? Well, and I think the other thing, too, is that you're no longer making ice cream. You're not leading people to make ice cream. And I think that is the, you know, that's the difference as people move up within positions within an organization or they decide to you know, own their own business and then hire other people to work for them is that the roles change. And so if you've never done it before, what's the chance that you really are going to completely understand what it looks like? You haven't been in that experience. You haven't been in that situation so that you can say, this is what I'm drawing upon. You hopefully <laughs> can talk to others so that you can draw on that. And I think, you know, that's the other piece of drawing on resources is there's not only, you know, there's what's internally with you. Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes we forget about the resources that we have, the experiences or the knowledge that we at one point had because it's locked away somewhere in the recesses of our mind that we haven't used in a long time. And I think that if we have a moment to take a pause and go back and say, well, this isn't exactly the situation that I'm in. Ex and here are some things that I drew on in another situation that had some similarities. And let me try to move forward with that. And so there, there are all these opportunities to and, and areas we talked about yesterday of where to look for the resources. So if you have some further questions about that, you can go back and listen to yesterday's episode where we talked all about where you can look to find the resources that you might need. And I'm not sure the one we talked about is within ourselves. We do not. And I think we have to look at it differently. You know, we have to be willing to take off the hat of the role that we are currently in and really try to place ourselves in when was a time when I was in their seat. I was talking with one of our Renegade Success Network members yesterday. And, you know, he, he was talking about some of the things that he was working on and one of the challenges that he was facing. And he was trying to put together a message to someone. And, you know, and I said, you have to remember that or you have to, one of the things you can think about is stop being the owner for the moment. Start thinking about being the buyer. And if you were the buyer, what is it that you would be looking for? And it isn't this, 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 and this, which you think about as the owner, which is the value. It's this, this, and it's that, that, and that, which is now what I am going to benefit from as the consumer or the client. And, and I think sometimes we have had those experiences. We have some of that knowledge. It's just not always easy to step away from the situation we're in to say, oh, yeah, I'm trying to deal with customer service for my own business. 
what were the things that I saw that I liked or didn't like, even though I've never run a customer service area, what are the things that I have seen, noticed, or identified or perceived in my own as the consumer who is dealing with customer service that I liked, didn't like, thought might be able to be modified that could help me in a situation that I've never been in. Um, so I think that that's one of the other areas. And we're always going to some point look clueless about the things that we don't know because we don't know them. How well, I think we're. I think we're in a situation now in the last couple of years with the pandemic has certainly shown it to us that we're all a little clueless. Everything's different. It really is. If, if you're in a hybrid work environment, it's different. If you're working remotely and you manage people, it's different. If you're dealing with today's supply chain challenges, it's different than it was. Sure. And so there's always a level of cluelessness that exists. And I think it might be heightened now more than ever. Um, I see we have a comment, Tom. I'm going to, while you call it up, you want me to figure out who it is? Sure. So our comment is, I think sometimes we also feel others may not understand some of the challenges we experience in our industry. So in our industry, so asking for help seems fruitless. And I think that's an amazing point because I that's think from we, Pamela, by the way. Excellent. Thank you, Pamela. I think that we think we have to talk to somebody who is in the exact same situation. And I think one of the interesting things about it is what they bring is maybe exactly what you, where you are at. Like they might not add anything more. I think we talked about this Tuesday maybe is that, you know, you can go to a conference about your, the, the industry that you're in. And you're going to hear, a, if you've been in the industry for a while, you're going to hear a lot of the same things that you've heard over and over and over and over again. You'll probably pick up some new things because there'll be people who have had experiences different. And yet I've often thought about what if you went to a completely different and yet sometimes similar. So they don't really know your industry, but they know about dealing with people. They know about managing teams. They know about leading an organization. And so that could be a way that allows you to look at it differently not just the same old, same old that everybody in the industry continues to talk about. And I think sometimes it's that dramatic shift that can be so beneficial. You know, again, you and I are helping people in all sorts of industries, not necessarily that we have been in those industries, but we have an understanding of how people think and how we think and have acted in the experiences that we draw upon that allows us to Go to someone and say, yeah, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't argue that I'm an expert. I actually had a conversation with uh, someone that I did some, some uh, consulting work with or some like uh, contract work with. They were looking for a solu or some solutions around leading people with technology about, you know, some guidelines around technology, which is kind of like an HR issue. Mm -hmm. I've never been in HR. And when the person said, well, why would you be a good person to help on this project? And I said, well, I have led teams that have had company-owned technology. I said, I have also been a, a user of company-owned technology and had to deal with some of the processes. So I've been able to see what are the challenges that others have that I'm trying to help them work through, as well as what are the challenges that I have that I could help them work through. And I think it brought a different perspective than someone who's just in the HR world and this is what they know. They know 
here are the steps that we have to take, blah, 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 blah. Here are the legal requirements. Here's what you have to do. Yep. And they are missing the user experience or the leader of a user. And what do I do when my staff person comes to me with these challenges that they are facing? And HR or technology office just saying this, 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 and this. Okay, well, that's not helping me solve my solution right here. Here are some things that we are facing that you maybe hadn't considered because you're just coming up with policies, not necessarily thinking from it from the user's point of view. And so I think that there are um, that fear of, well, why would I talk to this person? Because they might, they're not in my industry. I think it's a great opportunity to say, this is an opportunity to get a very different perspective on how things work. And so I think it's that, as Pamela said, it may seem fruitless because you think they don't understand it, but what they provide and what they provide is something that could be extremely valuable. I'll give you an example, Tom, and I wrote about this in the Renegade Way book. Um, I was doing speaking and at the end of speaking, I would sell books from the stage for like $10 of a different book. And normally they're $15 plus shipping. I'd sell them for $10. People would hand me $10 bills. And I complained to this friend over lunch. I said, you know, I'm selling a lot of these books, but I have no way to follow up with people. And they might be good customers. They might want to buy other resources. And I'm like, I don't know how to fix this problem. And he said, (laughs) just simple. He doesn't speak at all. And he just said, well, why don't you ask them to give you $10 on a business card to get the discount? And I said, what? And he said, why don't you just ask them to give you $10 on a business card? They'll have business cards, right? And I'm like, yeah, it's usually business settings. That idea had, I had, I was clueless how to do that. And he's not even in the field in any way. It was just, he saw the situation and he saw a solution that very simple. I mean, I, I feel silly telling this story this morning, but I'm so busy worrying about Bob's stuff that I can't see outside of myself to see that, oh yeah, they all have business cards and they'll be happy to hand me a business card. What big deal? Hey, so now when I speak from the stage, it's like, if you'd like to get a discount, give me a business card or write down your name and email address on a sheet of paper and I'll give you this discount rate. Very simple fix. I had spent probably six months wrestling with it in my head easily i gotta figure a solution what can i do what can i do how can i do this can i get the list but it the the elegant solution was a simple solution that someone completely unrelated to the field but someone who listened to me knew what i was trying to accomplish and cared about my success saw the solution i don't think i would have ever seen Hmm. yeah and I think uh, we all have that available to us. Absolutely. I mean, I think because, again, they're just looking at it differently. They're not looking, they're looking through another lens that doesn't, isn't clouded by what they're supposed to know, what they've always known, what they've always done, what they've seen others do. You know, when we start following the herd, it becomes easy to be in the herd mentality. And so you're like, well, the herd's going this way. So this is the way is going to work best for me. I'm just going to stay with the herd. And sometimes, not always, when we break away from the herd, there's an opportunity for things that we might not have otherwise considered. And and I think that's a little bit about the whole renegade process, right? Is that yep. 
There's not a little bit about it. It's a big deal about a big part of it. That's true. And so I think that that's one of the things that we've seen and and that has helped us, both of us, figure out how to move forward differently, even though everybody else is going this direction. And, uh, you know, and I think that that uniqueness, that willingness to ask for help from whoever to draw upon resources from anywhere we can is not seeming clueless that it's really seeming that this is going to make the most sense to us to figure out our own unique pathway. Which I think all. we feel clueless. We don't seem clueless. We feel clueless. When I was telling my friend about that situation, I didn't sense any judgment. Even when he told me his solution, it wasn't like, can't believe you didn't think of this, Bob. What, what is wrong with you? It was like, hey, I got this idea. Do they all have business cards? I'm like, yeah, 90% of the time. Yeah. What? Why don't you just ask for a business card? They'll have them with them because it's a networking event, right? Yeah. Problem solved. I'm buying lunch today. Sure. Not, Bob, I cannot believe you didn't think about this. And I think part of that is who you surround yourself with so that you're talking to people in a way that says, I know my world. I have expertise. It's just this is outside that frame of reference. And, and I'm, I'm asking you just to, what are your thoughts on it? And it doesn't always, I mean, not every time do I talk to someone about a situation and they, got, they have the elegant solution that saves me. True. But it happens more than not. And it often happens organically. It, it isn't always that you go and say, hey, I'm having this problem. I'm trying to figure out how to get business cards or information from people. It's often you're just talking about what you're doing and someone goes, hey, have you ever tried this? Or, you know, I was at a workshop and someone tried this. Have you ever? No. And often I have to immediately not want to recoil and be like, I know what I'm doing. I'm the expert. No, you would never do that, would you? I know. Shocking. But I have to I have to divorce myself from that idea and just be like, okay. This is new information. How can I apply this either right this minute or. Three days later. And so, I think, I'm you sorry, know, but, uh, because I feel clueless in that moment. I sure. really do. So what is your, what's your one thing today about drawing on resources and won't you feel clueless? I think it's that we all feel clueless at times or yeah, we feel clueless, but don't seem clueless. So I may feel like I don't know what I'm doing. The average person isn't paying that much attention. They're not judging me on whether I can do something or not do something. In many cases, I think when someone asks for help, the person who's being asked feels great affinity for that person. Like, wow, this this person's coming to me. And I know my friend who gave me the advice about the business cards, a couple weeks later, we were out and he's like, I really appreciate you sharing that with me. It was really great to be able to help you. You've done so many things to help me. And yeah. I I had no idea, you know, because we just do it. And it was, right. and that was really the, mo- the most concrete thing he could say. I really feel like I helped you with something. He's helped me with many things. But it was one of those things like, wow. What's your one thing, Tom? So here at my one thing, I, I sort of came to me early on and I was trying to think, can I remember this and not share it before we get to the end? <laughs> So my one thing is, I think that for those of us who always feel like we have the answers 
and give whatever we think is the answers. We may not seem clueless at the time. Likely we were going to seem clueless later. And for those who are comfortable being clueless at the start, saying, you know what, I don't have the answer to that. Let me go find it and come back to you. Our people see as more valuable in the end. And so it's a point of, do you want to feel clueless at the start before you're going to end up being having the answers or try to believe that you have the answers, try to fake your way through it and give it and then end up looking clueless at the end because now you're trying to backtrack and, oh, that information wasn't right. This isn't going to be different. So I think there is always the possibility. It's just, would you rather maybe potentially feel or look at it at the start or at the end? It goes back to that thing about results and that there are always results and they are likely given time to change. Wow. That was that was meaty, Tom. That might be a hit the uh, if you're listening to the podcast, hit the 15 second button to go back 15 seconds, 15 seconds, 15 seconds. I think it's four 15 seconds, about a minute, because that was really chunky, Tom. Well, I think that it's one of those things that, you know, it's funny. I, I remember clearly someone sharing with me. It's not a bad thing to say, you know, I don't know the answer to that and I'll get back to you with it, but I'll get back to you with it. And I've learned that I would rather do that than give an answer because I feel like, oh, I've got to have all the answers. I don't want to look clueless. And in reality, the answer I give is something that I'm going to either have to backtrack on or change completely because it is not going to work within or is not was not the correct answer. And then I'm going to look a little bit, you know, I'm going to lose a little of that no like and trust through the process. So. And that no like one way or the other. Well, that no like and trust isn't just within you know people you're working with companies. That could also be your organization. Sure. You know, if 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 you say I know the answer, and then they find out later you got the wrong answer, and you have to go back to your team and be like, guys, I'm really sorry. I thought that was this, and now it's this. That can erode that no like and trust with the people you're trying to lead, which can really be problematic. Absolutely. Been there, done that. Not fun. Yes. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for being a part of our show today. If you have thoughts that you'd like to share, like Pamela, about drawing on resources and the thought of, won't I look clueless if I try to draw on them? Uh, we'd love to hear them. Either put them in the comments now, or you can go in and share them inside our Ringer Renegades Facebook group. Uh, if you're not yet a member, it's easy to do. Just go to Facebook, search for Ringer Renegades, and then ask to join. Just have to tell us why you're a renegade, and then you can become a part of our growing community that is helping people take their next step along their own unique pathway to success. So we look forward to seeing you inside that Ring of Renegades Facebook group, or we'll see you tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern time for our next edition. Bob's definitely favorite edition of the week. Yes. Friday's Discoveries of the Week uh, at 8 a.m. Eastern time. Have a great rest of your day. Embrace the renegading you. And cast that net wide for people that can provide you with their knowledge, experience, and perspectives. Go out and find someone new at the grocery store, at the restaurant, wherever. Just ask someone, hey, what's going on? Just chat. You'll be amazed what you discover. I like it. All right, everyone. Take care. Thanks for listening to today's antidote, powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. 
To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.